0: Today on Truly Medicine, Chef Sebastian Carosi joins us. He's been cooking with and advocates with full spectrum clean cannabis since the early '90s. He's been doing so with great, great success, I might say. He's been in the media uh, quite a bit, but we really wanted to talk with him about the medicinal benefits that others are receiving through the consumption of clean cannabis through food.
1: I'm gonna get real raw when we start talking, so don't be offended about all. The shit I gotta talk about, Sugar, okay, bro? <laughs> no worries,
0: man. <laughs> we talk shit about stuff all the time, man. Yeah, man. Don't worry about we that. We got
1: tough skin. No, <laughs> no worries. <man>. All right. <laughs> all right. So, and then uh, and and then you said you were getting on some one to one. So you're mixing some isolates of some kind in there, or are you? Uh, are, are is the grow able to handle that one to one? They're the gonna strain?
2: they're gonna grow some one to one strains, and then they've also found that they might be able to run an extraction on plant matter as far as uh, uh, stocks and things like that, and be able to pull out some um,
1: CBD out of that as well. I'm not so sure. You can much. pull everything out. You know, we'll, yeah. when we talk about feco or RSO, we're talking about from, from the roots all the way to the tip sure. of the plant. But sure. a, lot of, uh, a lot of the research that I've been doing right now, believe it or not, has been on uh, roots that touch the sides of reservoirs and basins, have myotoxins and molds growing on them, and they're processing that and giving it to us. And I'm not too hip to that. Sure, sure so yeah you and so and how you know what i'm saying right right
2: and so now what are you guys doing with that exactly i mean are you guys like trying to come combat it
1: Oh no, uh so eh, we you just get it you just get it to where your roots don't touch uh don't touch basin you might have to bigger bigger reservoirs I mean you have to do a lot of things to manipulate that but you don't want to create a a health product and then you, you know it's like it's it, it, I'm going to use it in an analogy it's great when a, a, an all natural beekeeper feeds their bees sugar water in the winter and then expects the honey that they produce in the summer to be nutrient rich it's a joke there's no nutrients in the honey you just fed it sugar right so sure. it, it's like the the it, plants basically they like dirt and the myotoxins and molds don't grow if you have the plants in dirt so let the plant grow its full cycle in dirt not hydroponically rip the roots up wash the roots off and run the roots there's no toxins there's no molds there's no nothing right it's simple. It's a hydroponic situation, and that's where, you know, plants like sun and plants like dirt. I'm sorry. I know everybody wants to grow these integrated systems that are sure. producing the most and the highest yields and all that, but that just separates the two people that are in cannabis and what their intentions are. There's healing people and there's money people.
2: Agree. Agree. Um, I, I also worked at – I managed a dispensary for about a year and a half, so definitely you get to see sweet. two sides of people for get, sure.
0: Get to see
1: all
2: sides there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I have a I have a huge uh, push right now in you know i five i five hundred two Washington State. Um, you know we've been legal since two thousand and eight, and yet there are no requirements for a bud. Tender to have to dispense a so-called medicinal product right. to a 75-year-old addicted to opioids that wants to wean themselves off. Right. and we have all these bud tenders that have no education. They couldn't name five terpenes. They couldn't tell you what RSO is. Who Rick Simpson was. They can't even say Jack Harris' name right. Right, and that tends to like just lean me towards like wow we've legalized and recreationalized under the auspice of medicine yet we have 21 year old punks that go out and sloppily drink every night and I'm not trying to bag on anybody I'm just saying the sure. truth Sure. and and they're dispensing the medicine so when the 70 year old lady comes in who can barely walk into the fucking dispensary in the first place is like you know what, what, what I got this and I got this and I got this and the, and the kid's like you need the fire ma'am you need that fire right <laughs> yeah. over there and she's like I'm sorry I was here for some medical benefits. Right. And where's then they the, have to put the, flint over to the sh- sugar aisle. <laughs> and then that's the other discouraging thing because they go from medicinals that are smokable to straight sugar delivery
0: systems. Right. right. Yeah. They're, they're not being educated at all. <laughs> Uh, uh
1: well, it's a lot of us and a lot of this, and I say us loosely, but it's a lot of what is being offered you know it's like you walk into a pot shop or a dispensary or you know whatever you got, and you don't have many options you got sugar sugar, sugar gummies, sure. sugar, sugar gummies sugar <laughs> sugar, you know, and it's like i'm you're trying to teach people to build their endocannabinoid system, right. which means that they would have to open their pantry in their in their in their In their cupboard, in their in their in their kitchen, and have multiple delivery systems, and everybody thinks that cannabinoids just like fat. That's a lie. Cannabis likes anything that it can bind to, and fat's just the best binder. So when we think about our pantry, you've got vinegar, you've got vanilla. You've got soy sauce, you've got maple syrup, you've got honey, you've got all these things. And I can go on and on and on for hours about what you can medicinally have Keep going as a delivery system. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's uh, that's truthfully what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking to educate people about clean cannabis consumption through food. I haven't smoked flour for 15 years. Uh, no, 18 years now, I guess the, wow. the wife says it's bordering on 18 years because I grew up in the backwoods of the Pacific Northwest. And I'm going to be really honest. These meth heads were all cooking up the weed into different scenarios. So they were blowing BHO back in the day. You know, Mm. we had dirty, nasty ass BHO back in the day, but I never smoked something so potent. Right. So for me, medicinally it was like it was all good, you know, I got I can smoke as much weed as you want. I mean weed gets seventeen to twenty two percent back in the day, max. Max. Uh now, you know, we have weed that's you know in the thirty twos and I, yeah, I think crazy. I saw Cujo, which was thirty eight percent the other day, which blew my mind. Wow. Uh yeah. Yeah. I want uh, actually some. that was uh, that was sorry. in our that was in our high times judging
0: kit, believe it or not. Wow.
1: Really? Yeah. (laughs) I love it.
0: That sounds like a fun evening.
1: Yeah, totally. So uh, flour really gets me fucked up. Like I said, I'm not used to smoking flour. So when we get all our kits, I get like double twisted. I mean, between the wife and I, we smoke probably two to two and a half grams of oil a day between the two of us. Yeah. But I I mean, that's. that's. But you're eating, you know,
0: whenever you tell me about your, your. uh, So are you eating with every meal you're eating cannabis?
1: Yeah, so uh, so I eat cannabis, but I don't eat psychoactive or activated cannabis. Right. I like cannabinoids to be raw. I love THCA and CBDA. I am a type one diabetic. I was a type two diabetic. Um, you know, I work for kush.com, dot com, Kush Marketplace, and we threw the Texas Hemp Convention last year. We're also throwing it again this year. <laughs> And, you know, we had 15,000 people in the first hour come through the doors and I, I got sick and I had to go to a hospital. I couldn't do my demos and I had got stricken with type one diabetes versus type two diabetes, which is kind of a surprise to me. So I had to rethink like everything, my cannabis use and my everything, because, you know, as we know, cannabis has got a lot of lipids in it and. I'm not a huge consumer. I don't eat a lot of cannabinoids, especially activated cannabinoids. So uh, as you know, a diabetic has a little trouble with fats and lipids and things. So two milligram candy or gummy or two milligrams of cannabinoids to me is like eight hits of acid. It is, it wrecks me for hours. Uh so I try to eat a lot of raw cannabis um due to its you know vegetable based protein it's 20 to 20 22% vegetable based protein that's more than spinach and kale combined and a lot of people don't realize that Right um also non activated it's got a, a huge amount of THCA, THCA and CBDA right. um So, so I want to utilize those things because those are the waste. And and when I talk about, you know, there's not, there's never, I've never met a medical crop with so much waste associated with it and its benefits in my life. I've said that a million times. You know what I mean? It's like, we have all these things that uh, people get to grow and a lot of people don't utilize juicing. They'll throw away their fan leaves. They throw away a lot of the the, the benefits of the, the plant itself. Yeah. And that's where I think just the little nudges of education should come in because I want this. We, we did we legalized and recreationalized this plant under the auspice of medicine and medicinal qualities, you know. And whether the government's going to you know shake it out and say that, you know, the funny thing is is that they're not they're they not care. taking a carrot and saying that the carotenoids are yeah. levels are high, you know. Um, so, so when everything tapers out, I think it'll be. A little easier for us to really figure out what all the benefits are and yeah. stop the wasting and so on and so forth. The thing, the,
0: the one of the battles with that has got to be, I mean, in itself, just that lifestyle or being able to physically do that. Because, you know, a lot of people, I mean, hell, for me, example, I'd love to be a composter, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so yeah. now you're taking, not only are you taking somebody that's a composter, but you're taking somebody that's also a cannabis user as medicine. So, you know, you're, yeah. you're narrowing down your your audience there. But I see what you're saying very much so because people, there are so many uses for this plant that people are just completely unaware of.
1: Yeah, we don't really know. I mean, you know, we've got to credit the the – Cannabinoids being separated in the plant in in Israel, 1964, I believe it was. Then uh, 1967, Dr. Ethan Russo totally Mm -hmm. separated cannabinoids. So it's like uh, it's new. And it's it's the agricultural crop that we've got to uh, really take the time to delve down. We need to let these educating people about it's all a cannabis plant. The level of THC and the level of CBD is different in the plant, first of all, because we've got people driving through states that are arresting people for truckloads of hemp. And it's like, come on, man.
2: Happened here in Oklahoma.
1: Somebody's life. Yeah. Happened right here
2: in Oklahoma, actually.
0: Was it like a few months right after the or was it?
2: Yeah, it was a a couple Um, months after 788 passed. It was a and they held them, I think, for three months
1: was it that? Long? Oh, you see what I mean? Oh, and uh, it, here's the thing is is that the, the people that are involved in this industry and I'm I'm talking about the suits because farmers farmers get it first of all they're, they're where the agricultural crop begins in the farm on the in the field. So the suits have this the, the, the suits haven't even really educated people about cannabis sativa, cannabis indica and ruderalis. People agree. don't even know what the hell ruderalis root- They don't they don't know what ruderalis is. They don't know what wild cannabis is. They think everything is this, you know, these these two plants. And it's like, you know, there's people that finally take a trip up into the Himalayas and they see a flowering cannabis plant with no other plants around flowering. I said in flower, right? right. Autoflower. Ruderalis, wild cannabis. You know what people just have no concept of. They think, oh, people are growing autoflowers. Oh, they're just trying to grow it fast. It's not real cannabis. It's like right. feeding yeah. the bees sugar. And and actually, ruderalis is the most old form of cannabis that we know. Uh, and and that's where it needs to start with the education. The education out there right now is not educating people about cannabis. It's educating people on how to make dollars off of cannabis.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. Well,
2: or on on the on the the business side, and then you yeah. have the other side for the patient, where it's
0: not about medicine either; it's about getting high. Yeah, but what I yeah, I see what you're saying though that if if that education is not up there with the suits as you call them, then then why mm-hmm. do we even expect any kind of regulation or <laughs> any 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 sort of anything? Trickle through the industry if they have no clue what they're talking about. So,
1: and that's the other thing is, is that once this goes federally, you know, uh, that once we have something that's mandated federally, the government owns the patent on cannabis already. So right. we're we're all, we're all double fucked in in, in all sorts of ways. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. they, they were smart about the way they did it. Yes. Yeah. And of course they
0: did. It, 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 Gangsters.
1: Yeah. So so it brings me back to the people with intentions and the people that are behind cannabis and the the people that are, you know, these people that are selling dog treats and healing gummies and all this. They weren't trying to sell that to me before they had cannabinoids in it. So... First of all, you're not a healer because why weren't you selling me dog treats made out of something good for my dog previous mm. to cannabinoids? Right. You, you, you know what I mean? You're a bandwagon jumper if, if that's the thing. So I always tell people to refer back to the picture on my Instagram page of me and Jack Hare. In the, the early <laughs> 90s, when I was cooking with cannabis.
0: Yeah, there you go. But you also have to understand that there, I mean, this is a world that people live in, and we have to navigate yeah. through this world. So not everyone is under that, uh, gets that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, opportunity uh, to be in the situation mm-hmm. that you were in, um, it, and I, I say that lightly because I realize that that's not an opportunity because I know that <laughs> we're going to be talking about some things here in a minute. So please mm-hmm. don't don't <laughs> uh, misunderstand me there. But what I'm saying is, is Absolutely. like some of us had to wear suits. Uh, In order to navigate through this world. Some of us had to wear masks in order to navigate through this world. Some of us had to do whatever or make the choice of being a criminal. And that is not a good choice. And we were forced to choose that, to choose whether to wear a mask and be fake or be a criminal in order to survive in our own world that we live in. That's horrible.
1: To give ourselves medicine, to you know, to create yeah. medicine for ourselves. Yeah, we're, thank we're you very much, government. We're
0: breaking the law to do that. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> well, and you know, too, that that disconnect. Now, um, some <laughs> friends of mine, they their parents have some some land that's been in their family for years. It sets uh, it, it sets adjacent to another um, piece of land that's across the highway from a female from a female prison. And we were talking uh-huh. about the irony one day of people being able to look out of that prison for something that put them in there and see a grow across that highway, which there's a grow now. Yeah. It's, and yep. they're still in that prison watching people flourish and buy houses
0: and cars for the same reason that they're in there. And that's that's not even uh, ironic. That's bullshit. That's right. what that is. Yeah, but, And, 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 is and, and, and really you know, hard. Sebastian, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I was 17 years old living up here in the Pacific Northwest in the Puget sound. Um, a lot of boat traffic you're in America's only fjord. It's one of the deepest sounds and the only deepest sound in the country. Um, a lot like a good oyster industry, crab industry and cannabis industry. So a lot of the people that I grew up, my nearest neighbor was 33 miles away. So you didn't really hear much. Didn't see many people. And, um, did just, cannabis thrived up here. A lot of the u a lot of the Wazoo, a lot of the ATF, the Alaskan Thunderfuck, um, a lot of the old strains, um, DJ Short, Blueberry, back in the day, Blue yeah. Magoo. Um, so I got kind of easy access to that and was, uh, I made a trip up to Victoria, B.C., and I met this lady in the ferry terminal and she was selling hashish, old school European hash. And I said, hey, you know, I can get you know, some cannabis uh, weed, however much you need, you know, up to 40 pounds. And she's like, cool, I'll take 20 pounds tomorrow. So I started running with her and, uh, just making rides up in a boat to Victoria Island, BC. And I didn't know it, but, uh, coast guard, like little, little coast guard cutter was watching me and they, and they pulled me over in the water and busted me.
0: Mm. Not a good day.
1: (laughs) Not a good day. But I was 17 years old, and I got busted, I think, with 32 pounds. And they asked (sighs) the feds if the feds wanted it because it was in – I was just back in American waters, um, and the feds didn't want to do it because I was a kid, and I didn't have nobody to turn in. I couldn't turn nobody in. You know what I mean? It was like I was no big fish. I was nobody. So they let the state have it, and the state gave me seven years – I did five on seven. Wow. Um, in Walla Walla. Going to Walla Walla as a seventeen year old's not something that a kid wants to do. No it's way. Watch. It's that, Washington State Penitentiary. Could you yeah.
0: imagine? That's yeah. I mean that that right there is the gateway. I mean, come on. You know, yeah, you're so 17 it was years
1: hard, old. you know. I went in fighting, I got out fighting, but I also had um some friends on the outside that had big sacks of balls and they would always bring me weed in. They also <laughs> I was bringing in half sheets of acid at a time. So I pretty much had anything that I wanted. There you go. Got taken and I care got of. Moved to a, yeah. I got moved to a penitentiary that was closer to my house, Claiborne Bay, and I finished up my time there and I kind of made myself a a vow that I would never, ever go back. And I don't mean like the type of movie scenario where I'm going to like do myself or anything and jump over a cliff. None of that shit. I just made a vow to myself that it was not a place that you wanted to live your life. Yeah. And truthfully, it wasn't cool to go to prison until fucking Martha Stewart got out, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn it, Martha. Uh, right.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: And just so think that you guys have I, been on I, such I, similar
2: paths, <laughs> you know, throughout your lives. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now I just live, I live a very calm life. I don't do anything. The only thing I do do as a, uh, a convicted felon is I towed a gun and that's just because I believe in it. Yeah. Um. You know, um, so the um, psychedelics are I, I I pick a lot of my own psychedelics, so I have a lot of those around. I guess there's some legalities around that, but I go wild harvest asies, you know, psilocybin azirizerith, the most psilocybin dense mushroom on the planet. I'm thoroughly into uh, the use of plants uh, as uh, therapeutics for things like PTSD. I was a 17-year-old that went into prison. Um, If I don't smoke weed um, on a daily and consume some cannabinoids, um, my fucking leg goes up and down. I'm like, my mind just races. It's not a good situation, you know, and I know that. I know that. Nobody can tell me that, and doctors are going to tell me that. Um, And, you know, PTSD comes from every aspect of you can see a child getting hurt to, you know, I'm sorry, but I had to watch some really gnarly shit in the penitentiary. And um, I wasn't a racist, but I was—I uh, had light skin, so I—you get forced into sitting at certain tables, you get forced into certain actions that you're really not used to. Right, and um, well,
0: sure, it's those, prison. Those things, I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's prison, and, and there's always there's always a seven-footer, and there's always a bigger dude, and yep. there's always, you know, you don't want to go in with a butthole and leave with a manhole, <laughs> Run, you know.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, that's not, that doesn't sound like a good situation, it really doesn't. Well,
1: no. I was uh, Italian, and there was only three Italians in the penitentiary, and they all thought that anybody that had an Italian last name was obviously mobbed up. Right. And that, like, it was funny because that kind of carried weight, and I was like a stoner skateboarder that just like had a boat. <laughs> in his lead, you know, <laughs> you yeah, but yeah. You, 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 you weren't there slicing
2: garlic paper thin for like jailhouse yep. spaghetti yeah. dinners.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly.
1: I love that scene where you're slicing <laughs> <Dude, likes laughs> the garlic with a razor blade. So good. <laughs> uh, but but on a serious note, I did grow up in Providence, Rhode Island, and my mother worked. My grandmother worked for Raymond Patriarchus. So I have a deep, deep connection and respect for uh, m- members of the um, La Cosa Nostra in America. And little did none of the people in prison knew that. But I didn't even know that at the fucking time. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Some you yeah.
0: discovered. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I so mean, one absolutely. thing that I that's interesting to me, you know, is that y- y- the self discovery, the the being able to examine oneself and realize that you do need something, you know, as yeah. far as your medicine and and all that. There are so many people out there that have no idea that they need medicine, <laughs> you know, and they they sh- they're they, some of them shouldn't even be walking around right yeah huh? absolutely, absolutely i mean come on you have but 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 the but the ability to step back and really focus and say listen i prison is not a place for me that's a very yeah, none adult of it. mentality none yeah. of it yeah i can't imagine i mean okay you say a movie scenario in a movie scenario that happens mm-hmm. okay uh, yeah. Typically, I don't see people coming out of prison whenever they go, um, uh, in at 17 years old for for that long, and and be able to come out and 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 have that you know discovery of of oneself. It's just uh, yeah. that's it uh, took
1: a bit. Yeah, well,
2: I and I can. think I think too. I think you know. Some So many times, you're right, it goes the other way. Yeah, You end up spending another 15 years in prison. Yes.
1: You know, yeah, I wasn't going to do that. That's sure. too easy to do. And they, they statistically, bait, they want you to do that.
0: Absolutely, they want you to do that. It's a system, yeah. isn't it, of some sort? Yep. <laughs> yep. Maybe yep. A, another I green sort? I,
1: I moved back up to New England, believe it or not. I moved up to uh, Maine and i started working for the uh, the bush family
0: like uh, like the george bush family president george bush
1: yeah like like
0: george bush at uh, walker point in oh, maine <laughs> no
1: i went from prison to the president man right on so what were you doing for the bush family um, so I worked for a caterer, Kate um, Porpoise Kitchen out of Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Um, she hired a lot of Jamaicans, ex cons. She gave a lot of people chances and we had to get clearances to prove that we weren't child molesters or anything like that, you know. So she said, Hey Sebastian, you wanna get your clearance and go with Bob to the Bush's house? And I was like, Yeah, uh, yes. to to house. <laughs> right. what do you mean so uh me and chef bob smith um rest his damn soul he's since uh, left us but uh bob smith uh and i were 3 days a week at the bush residence at walker point in kennebunkport maine and believe it or not we did the other 3 days of our shifts over at president Zarkozy of france's house who had a 41 million dollar estate across from the bush residence in kennebunkport oh. and so,
0: did so you get to sleep in to the bathtub a bathtub and,
1: <laughs>
2: and so this was What's just that? like so this was just like legit <laughs> catering though right that is not
1: Oh, no. We did three meals a day. We were on site. We were okay. on, I was on property on Walker Point. Nice. I saw the Secret Service three times a day, four times a day on the round trips.
0: That is crazy th- in that span of, you know, a, a couple of years. So during know? that time, is that whenever you developed your um, really, really good taste for food and cooking, or is that? Um, Did you go to culinary school for
1: that? Yeah, my family came here in 1948 from northern Italy and started uh, a chain of pizzerias in Rhode Island. There were wood-fired, coal-fired pizzas, uh, uh, like takeouts and Italian food. And it did good for my uncle and my grandfather, and I didn't really realize that was... I thought I was going to be a baseball player or a boxer or something like that. (laughs) I like, I did like, that's what I thought I was going to be. Um, My mom was a nuclear physicist and robotics engineer. Uh, My dad was a nurse, an MD, a pediatrician. Um, He worked for BIA, Bureau of Indian Affairs, for 30 years. So I traveled around to almost all of the Indian reservations in North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, just all over the the West. Um, I got cultured really well, and um, we weren't we were light skinned, but we were from somewhere else. So we got accepted a little bit better. Yeah. And, uh, it got it got travel for me. It really got to see. And my dad, um, my dad being a medical professional, was growing weed in the damn garage every year of my life. And
0: because he my, knew what was dad, real medicine.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he there was not a time in my life where my dad didn't have a grow set up. You know, and this yeah. was back where he worked for the federal government. I mean, think about it. He worked for BIA, so he ran the risk a lot. Yeah, I lost that, a lot that, of that, wow, Yeah, the apple does not I,
2: fall far
1: from the
0: tree. I mean, your dad was no. yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, flying under the radar dad, there. Dad got busted. You know, our dad didn't get busted. Yeah, uh, no, he right.
1: didn't. Right. He,
0: he did good. Wow. So. Yeah. So, so see the, see the, just the, the legal there. I mean, gosh, the branch and well, the tree.
2: Yeah. And, and I mean, see, yeah. I, and but that makes me, and I, and I have a question for you because it's something that we talk about a lot is, uh-huh. is that something that did you and your dad kind of have an open dialogue about cannabis as you grew up? I mean, did you guys kind of look at it differently in your household?
1: So I didn't really know what canvas was until I was right around 12 or 13 when the other kids in school had it. And I was like, oh, man, what do you mean? Like, I got bags of that shit. At right. home.
0: <laughs> like, what? No, what are you talking hey, about? you guys need to come over to my house. <laughs> we put that stuff on our pizza. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so unbeknownst to my dad, I started stealing, like, bags of handfuls at a time from all of his curing bags. And, sure. you know, he's like, damn, my weights are getting down there." Right? <laughs> On with my crust, water know? weight must be dropping um, out of those things <laughs> yeah and then i really got addicted to money because i was getting the weed for free and I, kids were throwing money at me so <laughs> sure <clears throat> that's that's really what got me into it as a kid you're not addicted to weed you don't the weed is just a means to get anything right. else that you yeah. want
2: right so yeah and that's the way i
0: took it Wow.
2: Well, but I mean, so my thing was, it was, it's kind of always been kind of there in in your life, you know, whether you kind of knew it or not. So, I mean, you know, I I think as we get older, even there's been times, you know, probably a million times with my parents and there'll probably be times with my kids to where there were things that were seen and understood, but not necessarily discussed.
0: Well, I I like the fact that it's, it's, uh, it's as normal and funny as like, you know, the kids that would put water back in the liquor bottles of uh, of dad's liquor bottle. You know, I used to do that whenever I was little, Right. you know, it, it, so it's the same mentality and it's fun and funny really. Now, whenever you look back on it, it's not that big of a deal. Come on.
1: (laughs) I I didn't like the aspect of my parents trying to hide hide something from me because then that made me more curious so (laughs) i said when i got older i didn't want to hide anything you know i'm not like i'm i i mean and and there's nothing against people that are doing it but i don't like watch porn or none of that shit so i don't have a closet like my closet's got clothes in it so my life is kind of like that so i felt that when i got kids that I didn't want to be like creeping around the corner. It's like, I got a jar of mushrooms on the fucking table. I'm yeah. not going to hide them. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not going to tell the kids, hey, I'm going for a ayahuasca retreat. <laughs> right. Well, first of all, because where I come from, ayahuasca doesn't grow. So it's not therapeutic medicine. Mushrooms grow everywhere. Yeah. So it makes sense for me, plant-based, if you want to think about it, to not use ayahuasca, but to use mushrooms. And I'm not going to hide them from a kid. Yeah, those are kids, it's just like a bottle of alcohol on the table you don't hide it and you say that's not for you to touch don't touch it until you're ready
0: yeah yeah that's the thing keeping them away from it and uh letting them know hey that's mine (laughs) that's not yours you stay away sure but uh yeah that that's for sure keeping it safe but 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 being around it and talking about it and and everything i love that i love being able to um a- actually talk about what it is and and what 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 things that you can do without having to hide from my kid you know but it's 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 do you wonderful know
1: how fun it was to harvest, we harvested 50 acres this year. But do you know how hard, fun it was for people to bring their kids I love oh, into the harvest? Yeah. I bet so it was, jealous. Yeah.
2: That, you know, I've got some friends that, uh, well, actually, James and I were out there not too long ago. That's what I've been dying to do is I'd love to take my family out there because I want them to see where this comes from as a medicine. And they're, they're an all living yeah. soil grow and completely organic and the right way to mm-hmm. do it. And because I think that's important, not only to show them that it is a medicine, but as you've touched on, and I know something that's passionate to you is the right way to do this if we're going to call yeah, it a medicine, the way to do it as a medicine.
1: Yeah. I'm not into the huge, uh, thousand acre. I'm not into the huge integrated warehouse grows that are worth 31 million. It's like the honey that's being fed sugar water. It's diluted and the cannabis itself is diluted. And that's like, it goes back to the roots of genetics and things. You know, it's like, I used to, I used to challenge chefs that would work in my kitchen, cooks, dishwashers even. I would say, hey, can you name five carrots or can you name seven kinds of apples? And, right. you know, the cooks and the chefs would be like, oh, um, you know, uh, Empire, um, Granny Smith. And I'm like, no, heirlooms, you know, old, the ones your grandma would know. Right. And it just kind of really testing where they're, where they're at in, in their so-called field. Yeah. And now I couldn't ask a chef to name seven strains of cannabis because Leafly has <laughs> 8,700 listed. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, and I get back to the genetic modification of foods. I've spent my entire life trying to tell people to get chemicals out of food. I'm one of the pioneers in the farm to fork movement in this country. You can look it up. I'm not bragging. I'm not doing any of that. Um I I I put my farmer's names on the menu before it was cool. I did contract growing before people knew what it was. I raised pigs with ex-CIA agents that made Muslims eat pig in, yeah. in faraway countries and brought it over here. Um, I've, uh, there's, I've done anything you can think of with food. And cannabis, the agricultural aspect of cannabis has got to be thought of like that because you've got – a lot of chefs out there that are throwing a raw cannabis leaf on it and calling themselves a cannabis chef and they couldn't name five terpenes.
0: Sure. I mean, it's, it's it's like the difference between an artist and a painter, you know, or exactly, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's night and day and, and you can tell whenever you're looking at a hotel painting or but if you're looking But the people at
1: can't tell and that's where <laughs> right. the fooling aspect of it yeah, gets into. That's you know, true. you got to know that you can't pull up to a gas station and you should know that you don't spend $70 on a jar of CBD MCT oil at a gas station. Yeah. Right. It, and and unfortunately that's not the case because it's a $62 billion a year industry yeah. and it's climbing rapidly because of sales like that and then here's the other thing you take that you take the hemp that made that product here in this country i'm sorry there wasn't enough hemp grown in the past five years to make the products that have been sold in this country so it tells me where china (laughs) afghanistan iran and what are their growing standards sure they don't have any
2: or the testing standards on the end product that you have in your hands
1: Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, you've taken a lot of these CBD products, and I do a lot of regular – you know, I freelance for almost 30 companies in Washington, I-502. So I help them put, you know, simple things on the shelf, hot sauces, tinctures, salves, rubs, you know, anything you can think of. Mm -hmm. And most of them come to me and want a fucking gummy. I'm not going to lie. But – it's the, the 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 thing is, is that uh, we, we, they have the abilities to start showing on their shelves a single use hummus, a single use salad dressing, a double use salad dressing. You know, more more of a vehicle for these people to be able to truly medicate themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that that's that's what we're getting to because then we just boil it down of the people's intentions behind cannabis: money and healing. You know. um. People are easily led and fooled these days, and that's where they're just being exploited for their dollars left and right. And I was the chef that was not using tweezers to adorn a plate. I was also the chef that was only charging $5 for a dessert, whereas other restaurants were in the $8 range. But if my coverage was there and my monies were made at a smaller percentage – even though I used organically, mostly foraged, you know, I'm a wild crafter and a forager. We spend a lot of time in the woods. Uh, There's a value in me giving that to somebody knowing I can go to sleep at night because i didn't lie to them right.
0: yeah the, the, absolutely and there and that's one thing uh, you know i know that you're not from oklahoma and one thing about the oklahoma cannabis community is that the, it's very strong there's a very strong uh emotion behind that and not it's it's uh-huh. not just a movement of of people wanting clean medicine you know the full spectrum um yeah. and and not the 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 there. It's exactly where you're coming from. So, I guess what I want to point out is is because of the laws, because of state laws, everywhere right now is a little bit different. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like
1: Florida. Florida is in a world of hurt right now, and the the patients of Florida are being so raked over the coals, and they don't even know. Right, and that's sad. You know. Um, But with every legalization is going to come standardization. People will start recognizing it. People that are truly in cannabis, I mean, you know, you guys have traveled outside. You've gone to maybe taking a trip to Colorado. And you guys, you two, you have a voice. You know, you've got me on here, and I'm not holding this anything back. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. I, I, I'm like, you know, it's really weird that everybody was up in arms that three days ago, Tommy Chong's like, throw all your CBD products away. You know, it's like you should have did that a long time ago. Right. If you're consuming <laughs> cannabis and it's full spectrum, you're getting your CBD, your CBG, your CBDA, your, your entire yeah. alphabet soup of cannabinoids. Right.
0: Well, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's perfect marketing. <laughs> you know, I mean, exactly. it made me read it. Uh, come on. I mean, well,
2: well but I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it, but, and two, I I mean, and I, I agree with what you're saying as far as like having that voice. And, but, and that, that's why, you know, having you yeah. on the show to us was important when we kind of heard your story, too, because you are the, the why behind that what. Right. You are, you know, letting yeah, people know. That. I mean, you know, honestly, you know. I've heard people call like, you know, fan leaves and things like roughage, you know, off of or waste material. And I come from that school of thought like you. I'm like, well, why are we throwing that away? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we getting rid of that? It's rich in cannabinoids. Um, And, you know, and me and you were talking about earlier and about having every part of that plant, including the roots, holding those
1: cannabinoids. So, yeah, that's what fecco is. That's what RSO sure. was, you know, that full extract cannabis oil. It's like, you know, I'm sitting here at my table. I'm, I'm true Italian. I'm sitting at my dining room table where I do everything. You know, it's packed up like a desk and everything. But right. I've got a little mason jar sitting here, and I've got a bunch of between three and five inch cut cannabis dried stalks that we're going to be using for a, a photo shoot uh, for skewers. Right, and it's like you know, most of the chefs they get a leaf, they throw it on a dish, and they're a cannabis chef. There's a trail of using products that brings you to a level. Well, it's it's I've waited all my life for a couple of bucket list things, and I hate to jump around like this, and I hate to even mention a different magazine since we're on herbage and we're standing behind everything that. <laughs> it's okay. Does, it's fine. <laughs> I had a bucket listing and, and my bucket listing was I wanted to be in high times magazine. I wanted one of my recipes to be in high times magazine. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, you, 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 I, it, the magazine came out in 1978. I was born in 73. Um, any culture that came out with cannabis was centered around high times. Absolutely. So Completely I made understand. some, you, I made man. some friends and I loved what they are. They're, they're people that are, well, they were behind High Times a long time ago. The Danny Dankos, you know, uh, you know, he's not with High Times anymore. But so I really had a lot of respect for the magazine. And you got to think about the things that were bounced around about High Times back in the day. Oh, it's a cop magazine. They're trying to find all the weed. <laughs> right. you know? And it's like... <laughs> You know what I mean?
0: I remember that, actually. <laughs> some of that.
1: And talk. So I got a call like a month and a half ago, and they were like, hey, we need a recipe. We're going to put it in the December issue of High Times. And I was like, like fucking speechless.
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I bet. I bet you were like, oh, my. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. So,
1: so to cool. me, that's like crossing bucket list stuff off. Like, yeah. I was like, wow. Wow. Well, but sure. I'm not doing anything. For anybody to, I'm not doing anything different. I'm just sticking to what I learned, how I learned it, and what I was as a culinarian. I'm not turning myself into a cannabis chef to get a good social media uh, following, a good, um, you know, I don't. My my wife just started getting on me because for the past 10 years, I've not charged people for content. Right. I've been giving content away.
0: Right.
2: And you're, you're. you're walking that fine line between being passionate and, you know, doing I, exactly what you love and becoming yeah, like a commodity.
0: Yeah, but I see where you're coming from, chef. I you got to work for free in this world.
1: You know? Yeah, so I thought, man, I stand behind this that educating people about full spectrum clean cannabis consumption to food is just what I got to do. And it has brought now a means to help her she was a sole breadwinner I'm retired I don't have I don't own a restaurant no more I'm fuck I'm not trying to be in a restaurant I can't hang with those kids no more you know you're uh, not trying
0: uh, to change the world
1: (laughs) so that's all I do now is try to change the world through educating I still teach at Clark College and so for me the the only voice I have you know we were at 30 shows last year 30 minimum all over the country
0: that's crazy
1: And, and, and that went to nothing
0: Yeah. Like nothing.
1: So educating people now is about who is a follower of yours on Instagram or on, you know, on on Twitter or this or that. And there's really no means to get to know what the people are doing, but you can see through the pictures with the words and what they're doing and how they're trying to deliver it and what their knowledge is if they're educated about the cannabis plant. I need to learn, and I and and we're all in this learning, and we're relying on a lot of people right. to tell us a lot of things, and they're feeding us crap.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, more we just important.
1: got this uh, halo haze from uh, from Hush. We don't buy. I live in Washington, but we 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 don't buy much cannabis in Washington. We buy most of our cannabis in Oregon, because we're uh, just across the bridge from Portland. Oh, okay. But uh, so we do most of our business in Portland. <laughs> We're right there, but uh, this halo haze is off the hook, and we got some cherry chem that was pure white. I'm we we've been smoking live resin for the past I don't know maybe two years. <laughs> Sorry about that. Two years now, <laughs> because of the benefits that it's been giving me and my wife. It's uh... a <laughs> live resin for me that no heat cold process is so much the way to go everything is in interp- this uh, this halo haze that I got right now is 73.1 THC uh, 2.4 CBD and total terpenes four point two
0: six. Damn. Ooh, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> it's it's good. Uh the wife likes a little bit on the um more pinene style terps. She likes the beta care alpha pinene, alpha pinene. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm more along the lines of that uh I like peppery ty- peppery type of terps, you know mm. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> no no so eighty dollar I... jars of honey.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I would, I would, I would smoke all of her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we like the same yeah. stuff. So, so this honey that you're talking
2: about, eighty dollar jar of honey, is it CBD honey, cannabis, or THC? So, yes.
1: Yeah, so, so actually, I'm writing an op ed for Vice right now, and I don't mean to mention any other people, but uh, I'm writing an op ed right now because of this explosion on jars of honey that are being people are being charged $80 of their hard-earned money for a jar of honey. So where I come from right now, uh, a, a, a gram of CBD isolate is $3, $3. That's okay. a thousand milligrams of CBD. One gram equals a thousand milligrams mm-hmm. CBD. So if you put that one gram into a jar of honey, say the best honey in your area, that jar of honey it's, it's a 6-ounce, 8-ounce jar is going to cost you around $11, and that's on the expensive side. So uh, so $14 for 1,000 milligrams of CBD and a jar of local honey. That's that's the cost that I'm figuring. And I did my research by contacting the Washington State uh, Beekeepers Association president and vice president. One of them happens to be a cannabis grower. The other one happens to be a hemp farmer. So I got a little bit of privy information mm. to, to to write it, and I didn't want to do it without – having anything substantial to back myself up. So I research all these jars of CBD honey. I find three or four companies. One I'm going to name right outright. It's Kitchen Toke Magazine out of Chicago. And uh, she's selling a jar of honey for $80. Wow. And it's <laughs> not got any amount of CBD listed on it. But what it is is the honey is tinted red. It's got a red hue to it. And what they've said is, is that they've developed this new technology of feeding bees, hemp nectar. AKA simple syrup made out of granulated sugar Mm -hmm. and the bees then excrete hemp or CBD infused honey completely and scientifically bullshit. It just can't happen. So they charge $80 for a five ounce jar. They don't list the amount of CBD, they don't list the amount of anything. You can go and get a test, a result of their test that they had on their first batch. The first batch does not match up to any of the jars being sold past the first month of jars being sold. So that's an, in itself another lie. And people are buying this $80 honey, like it's a cure-all and they're writing these testimonials like, Oh my God, I've tried this honey and the pain in my knee has gone away. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're wasting your money. No. So, and I say directly, why don't you go get a gram of C B D isolate? You know, and what what about <laughs> right, what if you just three dollars? A... <laughs> yeah, and you know, you can go get C B D isolate online anywhere from four dollars to seventy dollars. Yeah. you can find it for four dollars. So <clears throat> I truthfully have done multiple C B D tests um with, with high twenty five thousand milligrams at a time. And the only visual And fast-acting, anything that CBD has an effect on is an epileptic. Right. It's the only thing that works in a millisecond on the spot right there. Sometimes it doesn't even take 0.001 milligram of CBD to make an epileptic jump out of there. That's the only spot that we've ever seen CBD work its wonders. But in conjunction with the 160 other components that mm-hmm. is in cannabis, right. it's amazing what that full-spectrum medicine has achieved over the years in cannabis research, Yeah, in diabetes research. Yep. In mental research, and the list goes on and on and on. So, when people start isolating things, oh my God, CBG, cannabigerol, it's the new anti inflammatory, it's the new, I got dog treats made out of CBG. Yeah. Motherfucker, you were not making me dog treats six months ago out of CBD, <laughs> CBG. Right. So, don't try to make them for me now because it's the newest wave. Right. And that's the other part that we need to get out. We need to get the people out of throwing the waves of misinformation. We need to get the people out of believing in the misinformation and just not thinking of it as misinformation, but a piece of the puzzle in the information
0: spectrum. All right. Well, that hmm? that also that red honey, um, it <laughs> sure does taste good. <laughs> it's uh, eighty dollars. It's so weird.
1: It, it's because it's they're well, fed more than fifty percent granulated sugar, simple syrup, and that's sad because now if you look at do, if you do the research, as soon as you start feeding bees simple syrup to keep them over the winter, and I've kept many bees, I'm, I I go to apiaries. If I'm a chef and I use ingredient, I'm going to know about that ingredient. So not only have I kept bees, but I I've studied why people feed bees sugar and so when you get honey made the next season out of bees that have been fed a simple syrup the nutrient level is now gone to 70 percent less than if the bees were out on forage aka flowers collecting pollen Hmm. so your your honey's fake
2: Right. Or or at the very least, just completely diluted of
1: all
0: any nutrients or anything.
1: Completely right. diluted. But yet, it's still $9 a jar. The right. price ain't diluted. Why not?
0: Right. Well, it might as well be synthetic at that point. It is.
1: Well, yeah. and, it's synthetic
0: nutrients.
2: And, you know, we taught, we've, look, I, I was recently with my wife, and it was a makeup store, mind you. I mean, mm-hmm. it was completely, you know, that's what it was geared towards was, you know, makeup products. And I couldn't mm-hmm. count the number of cannabis leaves I saw on packaging. And it was one of those things where we kind of had to stop. And we, of course, we were having a discussion about it. But I was like, we were like, mm-hmm. oh, the stigma's falling off. And I was like, yeah, but there's another part of this. There is no education to any of this. Yeah. It's just there's a making, line behind the leaf. Well, it's just making cannabis cool and that cannabis of leaf cool and it's well, like that's, that's okay sure. that's
0: okay in my book that's it, it really is josh uh, i i i i think it's fine yeah but i also know what you're talking about as far as the education it's it's we got to do both
1: sure yeah both both
0: for right. sure you know you can't take away one we have to do it all right. uh, otherwise yeah. you're
2: well, you know, right, and my dissecting. And I mean I know that it can get better with, you know, clear and educated voices. My problem though was because I did, I had, I hadn't heard Sebastian's story yet, and yeah. in my mind I already knew someone was going to be selling $80 honey.
0: Oh, yeah. So you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, well, it, because it's a up that For I mean? sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes one you of those things. Oh, did you get this? That did you see that, you know, it, it's yeah. I'm sorry. what did you, you say?
1: Know, you know these, you know these cartridges that everybody smokes. These pens. Yeah. So, in order to make that, you actually have to bring the cannabinoids up so high that you're only left with basically two things: THC and CBD. Right. All the terpenes and all the most, all the volatility and all everything good has been stripped out of that. Yeah. But yet, people buy that for forty dollars, $50, 80 dollars a half gram. Right, It's not medicine. It's garbage. They reintroduce so much stuff back into it. And it's like if you weren't aware of that in the food world when you were thinking about yourself and your health, then you're not going to be aware of it with your
0: cannabis. Well, I, th- I also think uh, that has a lot to do with convenience. It has to do uh, with society.
1: The downfall of America right there, baby. Convenience. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> listen, man, you, you're in a part of this part of the country where it has been okay as a lifestyle a lot longer than it has here um, We are uh, yeah. in a just in a different, area of the, of the world, <laughs> yeah. but you know, uh, the, the ease of that, the convenience of it, the sitting by the pool with the children, it sure is much easier yeah. than, than lighting up a joint or firing up that nail, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, I, that's, that's the, the way it is. is, is that
1: you guys are, are, are jumping over a bunch of religious Yeah, Um, you you guys are jumping over a lot more hurdles. I was so surprised when I heard it. And I actually was happy as hell when I heard it for you guys, because you guys aren't surrounded by um, states that are going to come on very quickly. Um, They're going to come on. But for you guys to come on, I was excited as hell. And you guys, not only with this, having a show to be able to let people listen to, but herbage the magazine to be able to put in people's hands. If you've got a recipe, if you've got an ad, you know, somebody paid you for in your magazine, and I understand that, that's going to run an ad for their gummies and it's the cannabis industry. I want them to because I want the cannabinoids to be out there. But I also want them to run an ad when they educate themselves that, hey, we have another line, we have an all honey line of gummies using pectin too you guys. Yeah. Check it out. We're trying to help you guys. But yep. next to those ads that the magazines that pay you to run, you also take content like mine, put it next to it and say, hey, you guys, don't throw your fan leaves out. Don't throw those sugar leaves out. Yeah. Make a salad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Use your favorite yeah.
1: lettuce, your favorite dressing. And throw those leaves in torn up in there. And enjoy the THC and CBDA. Don't throw it away. Don't compost it.
0: Right. Use it. For sure. You know. Absolutely. That's and the the, 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 the cool thing need. the cool thing too though about this market, and uh, it, you'll be surprised whenever you said you were going to try to fly in next year. Um, mm-hmm. But you'll be. Uh, uh, it's the the people the the industry here um have that mindset as well so yeah. you know you're talking about our ads and things like that in our, in our magazines these are these are advertisers that care for their <laughs> care for their patients they care for their customers Absolutely. I mean, we have a really really good community here man and i and i and i think the world will see it and the reason why oklahoma um you know we didn't get lucky because uh, this was something that was no, fought for. No, the people for. spoke. The people spoke. And, sure. Yeah, yeah, and and there's a reason why there was there it, because of this homegrown environment in this state and the backing uh-huh. of, of of community and people and their health and their well-being. hmm It overcame whatever was keeping it down for so long, finally. Yeah. And that's why we got this. You know, it, it, it hasn't, it, it, I mean, yeah, whatever. You want to call it the industry, call it dollars, whatever. But the, the people yeah. that got this voted in were the people that mattered and the people that the businesses around here r- realize they matter as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: so i I just want to make sure that we get that across i know that you haven't visited here you're going to love it whenever you do i mean there's some great people here
1: no so you know um a friend of ours from up here is let his genetics go and he only let it go to the state of oklahoma and that's uh jinx with jinx proof genetics you know he developed nine pound hammer right and uh, so that connection because jinx and jinx's family being that you know he developed 9 pound hammer with uh, with autism in mind you know the yeah. the entire reason for 9 pound hammer to be created was for jinx junior and his autism
2: that's such a cool story yeah. and 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 that's the, and, and i think that's kind of what james was touching on is just basically a lot of Uh, And and to me, I, you know, I, I, I hear differences in, you know, the market that you're in, the market that we're in, I hate calling it that, you know, I guess the community that you're in, the community that we're in. But the other thing is I hear a lot of similarities too. And that's, I I love hearing that, that we're so far away, but there (laughs) is these passionate people that are willing to stand up and get on a soapbox and say what they, you know what they're passionate about, about a medicine that, you know, especially in the three of our lives has changed our lives yeah, in a absolutely. lot of ways. Um, but I love hearing those It echoed and, and hearing your voice. You know, that's something that advocacy is a big thing for me. And I know that it is for you too, chef and for James. Um, but I love that we finally get to hear from someone on the coast that's doing the same thing that we're trying to do here. It's a beautiful thing, man. I appreciate what you do.
1: No, we, uh, so so for you guys, we look at it as, I don't look at it as a separation. We guys are a green state, and I just want the best for everybody there. I don't care if the companies straight sell sugar for the next 10 years, <laughs> as long as there's cannabinoids in that damn sugar.
0: Right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree.
1: But to educate is, is kind of our pulpit, and we got a stance, and we got a a voice and just letting people, I did it about carrots, you know I, I educated my diners about carrots, and they were like, what are these funny things in my salad, and I was like, well those are the carrot tops I can't throw them away, because I don't feel like throwing them away, I grew them, I watered them I bought them, <laughs> exactly. you know, Please and then eat they to pay for the trash, <laughs> and it's like I'm not going to pay for the trash to go out after I paid to grow it, and the cycle just doesn't, you know, equate so I wanted to be truthful with everything, and uh, the companies that hire me in the background Around our companies, you know, like I, I, I'm a spokesperson for Magical Butter. I don't know if you guys know about the Magical Butter machine. Yeah, we
0: have them around. Yeah,
1: yeah. Magical Butter started out here in Seattle at Seattle Hemp Fest. I've been involved with Seattle Hemp Fest for probably about 18 years now, um, and uh, so Magical Butter has been allowed me the chance to have a botanical extractor on my countertop that doesn't emit any smells doesn't do any of this and i can go and talk to a 65 75 year old person that wants to make their own edibles or have many vehicles in their pantry for cannabinoids beyond butter and coconut oil and mct oil and this and that yeah. and that they, 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 having a tool like that man it's been game changer really nice and they yeah there's other, there's other tools on the market, you know, um, none of, I, am a tester. I test, of course they throw the machines at me all the time to test. And I've tested every machine on the market and I'm not, I don't sell magical butter machines. I don't get paid. I don't, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not a spokesman like that. I just, I used it because the founder was a friend of mine and, uh, I've, done testing on the prototypes for every machine that's been put on the market for them now, including taking products that have been made and having them lab tested on the results with single strain cannabis, you know, to know that we're doing the right thing. Um, and that that's usually important because um, dosage on a lot of these people, they, people who get around me in these events and they get are crazy because, you know, uh, an entire meal will only equal, you know, 8 to 10 milligrams of cannabinoids, total cannabinoids. And they're like, you know, I, I need to, I want to be walloped. And I'm like, I'm not here to wallop you, but here's a container. You can wallop yourself, you know? <laughs>
2: We're here to have a meal, sir, not drink. Canvas. Well, well. <laughs>
0: you know, I feel there's, this there's pain people man. on both sides, you know,
1: on both sides, and I want to accommodate them both. You know, I want yeah. people, but I also, you know, if you're going to get home from a place where we have meals, sometimes we have meals way out in the middle of the woods, and it's a 30 mile <laughs> drive home, and I'm, yeah, not that may to have be a little interesting. off the side of a mountain, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. So I'm really excited to see what you guys um, are going to continue to do in Oklahoma. I'm really excited to see. I love the feel of magazine. I love the feel of talking to you guys and uh, um, you guys really ought to have something to be proud of because I am still baffled that you guys turn the state green, right? Like <laughs> that. <So are>
0: <laughs> a part of the I do wake up every day almost and like, Is this real? I've
2: I've told told this story a million times. My wife and I, we went and voted early when 788 was up, and we literally like made the joke, leaving (laughs) like, "Well, at least we put our two cents in." Like, ah, this is bullshit. And then we woke up on Wednesday, and we were like, "Are you shitting?
0: Like, what? (laughs) Are you serious?"
2: (laughs) Yeah, how do I get my card? That's just awesome.
0: I think a lot of people were like that. I think I would I listen, I'm going to go ahead and stick my head out there and I'm going to say 95% right. of yeah, the exactly. people were very surprised. Uh, that that went through <laughs> but it, it like i said it was a lot of hard work there's so many people that uh-huh. were involved with that and we owe it to them we owe that yeah. to them yeah absolutely. we really do
2: well and, and i mean just like i said i mean everyone that's out there trying to educate yeah and, and pushing you know cannabis as a medicine you know stuff that we all believe in know. um it's not without
0: those people and all the hard work in all these states. You can see across the board. You talk about the, Absolutely. you know, we have a job to do and all that stuff. Well, our job is to find people like you to tell people because yeah. we're not experts, you see. Um, and we're not about to go. I'm not. Josh, you might, I don't know, but I'm not about to come around and say that I know <laughs> everything uh, so um, finding you and being able to look through and see through those photos and videos like you were talking about that we have to do now um, mm-hmm. and being able to see the authentic person behind that and whether or not they are in it for the right reason um, it's a special thing and uh, a, we, we 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 keep on finding you guys i don't uh, you know totally. you're out there
2: yeah i mean totally and and like i said we we greatly appreciate it because you know something too you're bringing a wealth of knowledge to our listeners which is important to us because those are people that we've told that you know we're going to continue to be bring people on here that will help educate and further the advocacy of this plant and so again man thank you so much for doing that and well,
0: giving that to our patients. One thing that people Heck need yeah. to do is go and check out your stuff man your food looks awesome through the pictures I, want I appreciate to, uh, that. I want to eat the pictures I appreciate that. Uh, what's your <laughs> what's your uh, go ahead and plug yourself there
1: So Instagram is uh, mostly where I share most of my uh, content at. It's chef underscore Sebastian underscore Kurosi. And uh, you can misspell it and it should come up right with the algorithms. But uh, you can also type in the hashtag the short order cannabis revolutionary or the hashtag weed is what's for dinner or the hashtag cooking with cannabis or the hashtag (laughs) culinary cannabis debauchery. Any of those pull me up right away or the hashtag hashtag cannabis
2: king. (laughs) i love it man i love yeah. it and, and, and i'm i'm also I'm, a, I'm an italian boy too so from one italian boy <laughs> to another man thank you for doing what you're doing really man and please go out and check out chef Sebastian's stuff share it share the show with someone that needs to hear this or someone that has questions about cannabis there's a million resources out there guys make sure it's a good one yeah but please you know share what we're doing here share what chef's doing um with someone that needs it <laughs> (laughs)
0: we're doing some, uh, you
1: guys, you guys keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, me and the wife, we're talking about a trip out there. Um, she, uh, she's ready to travel after this year. And, uh, I've always wanted to go see some spots in Oklahoma. I've always wanted to check out uh, some of the grows and some of the genetics that people are going to be coming through with, because, you know, you guys are going to be on, you guys are on the world stage now. uh, So it's going to be showing everywhere. It's going to show in cannabis cups. It's going to show in the products and it's going to show everywhere. And with the hospitality and generosity, like you guys, um, with educating people, with reaching out with people, it's going to be, it's going to be a beautiful thing, a beautiful community. That's for sure
2: absolutely man and we can't wait to have you guys out please let us know when you guys head this way because we
0: would love to see you guys and show you around yeah we, I, I i love talking with you i know that we talk um you know off air once in a while and, yep. um i just appreciate your contribution to you can check out some of his stuff in herbage magazine um and then online of course we're gonna run all your stuff but man I, i'm telling you your food <laughs> i don't know how to describe it uh josh it's like a uh, if if you come into town will you be our private chef for just oh, yeah. one well, dinner so
1: so you know what i really like to do is i like to come in and come on the sets and just cook and, and bullshit right there I mean you <laughs> yeah. I do it Please like do. for the, I go to the Dabstar Mansion regularly I don't know if you know who Jonah Tacoma is and Dabstars but there uh, I go on there regularly
2: nice yeah we, we definitely have to do a little cooking show or something and, <laughs> yeah. and hook it up uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the kitchen with Chef Sebastian for sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll be able to give away some magical butter machines uh, easily you know that they yeah. love me
0: cool All right, well, anything else, Josh?
2: No, just take care of everybody out there. Take care of each other, folks. Stay medicated. Uh, It's a crazy world out there. Take care of your neighbors. Anything else? Yes,
1: absolutely. Love your neighbors. Give them some weed if they need it and they don't have any. Seriously. Pass it it to to the left, baby. Take what
0: you need. Pass it to the left. Pass it to the left. (laughs) Yep. We love every one of you guys out there that are still listening. And all of you new listeners, we love you as well. And the biggest thing That you can do for us To help us out With this show Is to share it With someone else um, We're not dumping An advertising budget Into Facebook And Mr. Zuckerberg's face In his mm-hmm. lap We are asking mm-hmm. you To share <laughs> this show With your friend Or with someone That you love Or someone that you know That would benefit From this Play it well, in you give your, me the
1: links And you know I'll get it everywhere
0: Well I appreciate that and i will be giving you the link sir and you know we've heard them we've heard people play it in their uh dispensaries um it's perfect education educational material we would love for you to share the show please let's break mark zuckerberg's heart <laughs>
2: yes absolutely all, all right guys everybody stay medicated out there folks take care of each other
1: have a wonderful day, you guys. It was really great to talk to you, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Shoot me emails and stuff, okay?
2: All right, man. Thanks for being on the show, Show.